Welcome to the Profits in Pajamas podcast. I'm Danielle DeTeach, or Coach Danny D, and I help women to create luxury brands by creating processes and tightening their branding. This is where we talk about how to build your business in a way that allows you to work with ease and enjoy your life. My happy space is spending as much time as humanly possible in my pajamas. And I want to help others to find their happy space while still running profitable businesses. So get comfortable and let's dig in. Hello and welcome to the Profits in Pajamas podcast. I am your host, Coach Danny D., Always here helping entrepreneurs and professional women to get to that place of their fulfillment and joy and leave behind that fine culture and all of the philosophies that go along with that. Okay, so today is Valentine's Day. So Valentine's Day is known as the day of love. And for the most part, we focus on romantic love and romantic relationships when it comes to Valentine's Day. But um, last week's episode, we talked about marriage and um, the importance of keeping your marriage at the forefront, even as you go on your journey of success and growth and you know building. So I'm going to leave romantic love on last week's episode. And if you are looking for that today, Go, go play last week's episode. It was a really, really good episode. Today, I want to talk about self-love and really, um, do you love your business, you know? So self-love from the standpoint of a lot of times we talk about romantic love, but we can't be our best as a partner in a relationship if we're not in a loving relationship with ourselves. So we have to be in a position where we can truly love ourselves, truly um, believe in ourselves, you know, because sometimes we end up in relationships and not just romantic relationships. It can be friendship relationships. It could be business relationships that we end up in where we kind of defer to the needs of the other person because we are not in tune with what we need and in tune with what um, what is beneficial to us. We're not confident enough to stand on that. So I want us first to start with self-love. And I'll share a few things that I, you know, find important that can help you start that journey. So one of those things is um, being mindful of your negative self-talk. I hear people sometimes, you know, talk to themselves in the worst way. They might be the sweetest loving, you know, person and say all the beautiful things to everyone else, but then they they say, oh, that was so stupid of me. Uh, Oh, I'm just a screw up or things like that about themselves. So my first piece of advice is stop talking 
negatively about yourself. And when you catch yourself saying something or thinking something negative about yourself, figure out a way to reframe that. Figure out where that's coming from, one, and two, how to reframe it. And a good tip for that is every time you have a negative thought, think of three things that are positive so that you can shift your viewpoint. Yes, for whatever reason right now, I see myself as this negative thing, but I am also these other things that are extremely positive. So one, let's shift that that thought process. Two, once we've, you know, started paying attention to our negative talk. And sometimes, again, not everybody has that extreme of saying those things out loud to themselves or in their heads, right? But the other part of it is our limiting talk, which is still, you know, negative talk. So pay attention. Are you when something is put in front of you, an opportunity, an idea, something that maybe you even, you know, deep down want to do, are you mentally shutting it off before you even give it an uh, option of being possible? Oh, well, I can't do that because I'm filling the blank. Well, I can't do that because I can't, I'm, I, I can't focus enough to get that done. Okay. I can't do that because the, you know, the kids are still in school. I can't do that because um, I've never been good at filling the blank. We come up with all of these reasons why we can't do something. And we have not even explored the possibility of how we can do it. So that's another way to stop limiting ourselves from opportunities that bring us joy or opportunities that may bring us fulfillment. Oh, I can't do that because there's too many other things that need to get done. No, you can still figure out how to do the things that bring you joy. Maybe if you're going to skip something, skip one of them things you don't like to do anyway. Um, So let's reframe how we talk to ourselves, how we talk about ourselves And then let's spend some time in positive space. If you are an affirmation person speaking positivity, but, you know, from a place of true belief, and I'm a big believer of creating affirmations that directly speak to the things that you're struggling with. Because sometimes we will have affirmations that sound powerful, but they have nothing to do with that thing that we need to work through. Let's be honest with ourselves. And I struggle with seeing myself as successful. If that's the struggle that you have, then create or find affirmations that speak to that. Maybe you struggle with seeing yourself as beautiful. Find aspiration, excuse me, affirmations that speak to that. Exactly. But it requires us being honest with ourselves about the things 
that we struggle with. And I, I see that a lot as well. Sometimes it's clear that somebody's struggling with a particular thing, but if it's brought up, even implied, there's this, you know, defense that comes up and we don't explore those things because we don't want to admit that this is a thing that I struggle with. Everybody struggles with something or several somethings. So it's okay to struggle, but let's work through it. Don't just hide it and push it to the back. Let's work through what it is you're struggling with. So that's the first part of it. We want to make sure we are loving us. We are loving who we are and we are working on the things that bother us or that we struggle with. We're working through those things so that we can deepen that loving relationship of ourselves. Because a part of love is healing. A part of love is healing so that we can be come deeper in that love, right? All right, so my second part is, do you love your business or your, you know, your career? And a lot of us have fallen out of love with the business. And I've had my moments, you know, so I'm 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 not innocent. It's it's normal in the cycle of things because you know you you start that business or you start that career and you're really excited because you love what you all right, sorry guys, a little technical difficulties on this end, but we're back. And so what I was saying was on, on the professional or career side, sometimes we go through those changes where, you know, we went from having this love, this passion, this desire to change the world through whatever it is that we do. And after a while, you know, we see that, you know, changing the world may not be you know, as instant as we um, expected, or we may, you know, go from really like being in love and having that, you know, passion, um, like in the beginning part of a relationship. And then as time goes on, it takes work and that work is not as, you know, sexy as the fun, you know, initial part. And because of that, we start to, you know, we start to struggle with how we feel about it. And if we are in this for the long run and, you know, what that looks like. And so I want to invite you to reconnect with your why, reconnect with um, the things that you love about your business, but also look at the things that are making you not like it. Because sometimes those are things that we can address. Sometimes, you know, if I use myself as an example, when I went through a phase where I was just not really enjoying my business and I took a step back and I realized it was because I had stepped away from the core of what I enjoyed. It was, you know, during COVID and things had shifted and um, the business wasn't quite what it had been as far as um, me working with my favorite type of client and, you know, working with all of these people that I love to work with. And 
I was starting to get the creeping, you know, balloons became very popular for people um, celebrating in place and all of that type of stuff. And I was starting to get the creeping of, you know, people that weren't my people and that made it exhausting for me. And I just didn't enjoy it anymore. And it took me seeing one of my, um, one of my regular um, clients is um, is at this particular hotel and the, the bellman at the hotel, he knows me. He knows when I pull up. Um, actually, this last time I saw him, I was, you know, in a new vehicle. So it took a second for him to register, but he knows me. And it took for me to go to deliver to that location and him say, hey, oh, we're back, you know, because that was when um, events were starting to become a thing again, you know, after the initial round of COVID. And just that one interaction reminded me of what I loved about the business and what I loved about interacting with people and bringing joy to people. That one interaction Bring yourself back to what what were those moments that you felt most happy in the business? And what's the difference between then and now? Or what is the difference that is, you know, keeping you from being in that, that state of being in love with the business? How can you rekindle that love of the business? Or if you are still in that newlywed stage with your business, how can you make sure to maintain it? So I kind of invite you, I'm not going to say kind of, I invite you to go back to last week's episode about marriage. And I want you to listen to it with a different ear and listen to it from the standpoint of your marriage with your business and or career. Listen to it from that standpoint and what are the things that you need to do to keep that relationship active, alive, and exciting? So, again, it's Valentine's Day, and I'm not, you know, I know some of us are in a relationship, and that's beautiful, but we are all in a relationship with ourselves and we're all in a relationship with our business and our career. So what are we doing to make sure that those relationships are positive, healthy, and growing? And that's what I have for you for today. Um, I also want to share with you. So one, just a, in a way of announcement, our goal setting workshop was scheduled for February 18th. We have had a couple of um, family members pass, so I have, um, I'm going to be traveling for a funeral, and um, so I had to postpone that date. I will have a new date probably um, before the end of today, but I just wanted to let you guys know that I'm postponing that date. If you were already, you know, confirmed and scheduled, I will reach out to you to make sure that that new date works. And if it doesn't, we can work that out because I understand that, you know, you signed up with the understanding of this particular date. 
that also applies for the um, execution incubator because those, you know, the goal setting workshop was included in that. So that that date will have to shift as well. Um, and I also, if you're on my mailing list, send out an email explaining that I made some adjustments to the incubator program based on some feedback that I got as I was talking to people about the program. So check your email for all of that. I don't want to bog you down with all of that right now. And then the next thing that I will be enrolling for is our Capable Confident Challenge. And um, that is the challenge to ditch imposter syndrome. And I do want to take a moment because I have recently, and I might do an episode maybe next week about this in more detail, but I've recently realized that the word confident is... um can sometimes be triggering for people. And so what I've noticed is that people who um, carry themselves with an external confidence tend to respond a little negatively to the word confident because they feel as though I am confident. I don't need this. And I want to make a little bit of clarity there. We all experience self-doubt. We all have experienced some form of imposter syndrome. We all, no matter how we present ourselves, have space when it comes to confidence. Because in my opinion, confidence is something that is very um, internal, not external. We look at the external um, view of confidence in the sense that somebody, you know, comes in strong or, you know, what have you, that doesn't mean that they don't have doubts in their mind. I have worked with lots of women and I, in, I have yet to meet someone who does not have some sort of insecurity, some sort of um, self-doubt that they are working through. And it's some of the people that I've met that, if I had not had certain conversations with them, would never have believed that to be true. I mean, if you think about it, you have, you know, Beyonce is this huge mega superstar, but she performs as Sasha Fierce because that is a persona that brings her the confidence that she needs to get on that stage and execute at that level. So when you think about the Capable Confident Challenge, just because you, you know, walk around and have this, you know, outward sense of confidence, let's be truthful, let's be honest and know that internally, sometimes we are not performing at our best because we are dealing with an issue of confidence to level up. We may be doing an excellent job, but we could be doing a superb job. And that is working through that self-doubt, that insecurity, that sense of whether or not I belong here. And that's what we work through in the Capable Confident Challenge. We work through all of that. We work through why is this a stumbling block for me? Okay, now that I know why, let me try to address 
and heal in that way? And then what are the defense, why don't I say defense mechanism? What are the tools that I can use to help me to stay in my state of confidence as opposed to the negative self-talk that we talked about, the doubt that we talked about. So as an act of love, self-love, check out the Capable Confident Challenge, sign up. Um, It has had phenomenal results. I want you to, you know, get into that space where you can work through those things and where you can talk yourself through any struggles that you're having with it. I think that's all. Oh, of course, the success journal. Get a copy if you don't have a copy. That is another form of self-love is to see yourself as your successful self. So that's what I have for you this week. I will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the Profits in Pajamas podcast. I hope you got some great tips to start working with ease. Want to stay connected? Follow me at Your Workflow on Instagram. For more information about building your luxury brand, register for my upcoming luxury brand workshop at coachdannyd.com.